Today we're talking about body language. What is body language? Body language is approximately 70% of our communication. Fun fact, when you want to know if somebody's actually smiling, you look at their eyes, not at their mouth. We have these things called micro expressions. How does that affect us and our communication every single day? Let's get into this. Welcome to the Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron Wogelinter. And I'm Chaim Simcha. Nowadays, we are constantly communicating and in conversation with everyone around us. We are two extroverts and conversation lovers exploring the depths of human connection, communication, and the soft skills needed on a daily basis. This is the Meta Conversation, a conversation about conversations. So tune in and join the conversation. We are always communicating, and that's why we're talking about this. We're always communicating, and we're all, this is always part of the conversation, um, your body language. Text only is actually hard, because text only doesn't have that body language, and that's why I don't know if he's upset, if he's mad, if he's happy, but when you start putting visuals into play, that's, um, that's a fascinating, like your body language does do. You have this, I, I, I personally don't love the random selfie with, with the uh, text, but maybe there is something to that when it comes to body language, and maybe they are telling me a story that connects, like a mood, a little bit that they're setting with their picture. Interesting. That's a great point. You love selfies. I love selfies because I love selfies. I don't know. It's a good point. Um, but even communication just through text. Okay, I think that we're from a generation that we remember the days before all online video and everything in TikTok. And when somebody sends a text, which is all caps, what does that say to you? What did I do wrong? <laughs> so they're screaming. And nowadays people can use that, abuse that. And there's so many ways that they, that, that they do. Somebody will say in all caps that we're having a sale on this item and we're doing this. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, why is he screaming? And here, I think it comes in the body language, which a body language online, which is right for your audience. And you may be jumping up and down on your trampoline and you're pumped and you want to shout this from the rooftops, but nobody wants to be shouted at. And I think video, the more it becomes popular, video, short form, long form video, people will really appreciate nuance of body language. And there are tremendous, tremendous experts in this field. And they'll tell you that when you have your hands open, you're more open. And when you're, you have your, your hands folded crossed across your chest, like I'm doing right now, then you're more guarded and closed off and body language is really important so how do you see this online as 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 we're moving towards more online i don't think you can replace it i don't think i don't think it's possible to replace um traditional body language and i think that's why 
even when we're on LinkedIn and we're spending so much time making connections and conversations, but the conversations are missing this element of body language, of watching, seeing the person. And Zoom gives you, having these conversations on Zoom gives you about, I don't know, 60% of it back because you are seeing their facial expressions and you're seeing their, you're hearing their tone of voice. It's not through text. It's not everything. Take yourself off mute. Take yourself oh, off yeah. mute. Right? There's the, but it's not everything, Zoom. For sure. But it's a lot better than texting or messaging or yes. voice notes. It's interesting because body language communicates more. And yet we live in a world of micro doses of communications. People get little doses of communication. How do we communicate more effectively through, for example, WhatsApp? I personally, I love sending voice notes. And I know some people hate it and people like to kill me. And I want to clarify, you don't have to answer my voice note right now. You don't have to stop what you're doing in order to answer my voice note. And if you don't like voice notes, you can send me, I can open voice notes and I'll type it up. But I love voice notes because voice will give depth to a conversation, intonation, the way people speak, the way people are raising their voice or not raising their voice, the way people are pissed off or not pissed off, the way people are sometimes clueless as to what you're actually asking them to do, all of that can be sidelined with voice. And sometimes that's a phone call. In-person meeting are a lot more effective sometimes than going back and forth over text or email for weeks. You can, and get, now, you can get like so much more done in that, 30 minute conversation um, than you can over what it would take hours to write and draft between the two of you, all these uh, texts and, and emails. So exactly. it's much more effective, I think. Exactly. And what's interesting to me personally is different cultures have different types of body languages. So I grew up in the United States. I've been in some parts of the world have some parts that I haven't been yet, which looking forward to, bucket list. Um, but the Middle Eastern culture, very, very warm, very effusive. So you meet someone, you'll give them a hug. If it's someone that you know at all, a few kisses. And I'm talking about two men. So it's not like, it's not a... a it's not a romantic thing. It's just, it's a, it's a more connected thing. And it's also a form of communication. I, I know you. I respect you. I like you. And here, here we are. I think that that breaks ice so much better than so many other things in the U.S. It's handshakes. It's a lot, a lot more formal, a lot less a lot less of a connection, in my opinion. And in Europe, it's funny because, so I have a lot of connections 
European. And like when I go to give them a hug, and they're like, oh, eh, like what? Right. Uh, what are we doing here? And then, but then they warm up to it because it's a different culture. And, but it also builds a deeper relationship. And it all goes back, I think, to the culture and the body language. By the way, had a conversation with Rivital Moses. Amazing, amazing. She has a YouTube channel. She grew up in India. And she says that their culture is even warmer than the Middle Eastern culture. So that's something to, cool. to look into. Yes. Um, so how do we make our communications deeper online? So I, I always jump to like have in-person meetings, jump on the Zoom. I, I like very quickly to jump off of messaging and WhatsApp and, and I don't want to be there. Um, but it's not, always, it's not always a way and it doesn't always work. Um, so I think maybe, maybe I'm thinking, I'm rethinking that through this conversation that maybe there is an element of mood setting and body language expression through your pictures, your videos, um, it's interesting. I, I, I like podcasts. I, I like as an audio experience. And a lot of people say, well, we love seeing a clip from, or we love just watching a few minutes of, and I think that's, that's what it is. It's, we love seeing the body language behind this person. You don't know that my hands are moving if it's only an audio experience and you don't know how I'm sitting at the table. You don't know if I'm standing up or sitting down and, and if I'm excited or not. You can't always get that through the, through the voice. And so I think that's why, Video is not going anywhere anytime soon. Even with podcasts and audio experience, I think that that's going to be coupled with uh, video, be it clips or YouTube. I'm just trying to explain this phenomenon a little bit because I think that the body language is there and it's so important. Definitely cannot see through a podcast that I'm nodding my head through this whole segment because it's so true. People want to feel that deeper connection when they connect with something. So there are a lot of copywriters out there and brilliant copywriters. I've seen some of them. I've worked with some of them. And they'll take you through a whole experience just through written word, which is fascinating. And sometimes you feel at the end like you're being sold to, and sometimes you don't. But the experience is like, creating a 3D experience just from written word. And I think that for me personally, just like what you said, you want to take that experience and move it onto a Zoom. I like to take that experience and turn it into a coffee meeting because I do like to meet the people. And you, when you're asking questions that you really want to know the answer to and if they're personal or not, you want to d- develop a deeper relationship with the person. In person, it's a lot less likely that you'll get misunderstood. And when you, if you do get misunderstood, you can correct that a lot easier when you're in person. Um, but so I think this, the, 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 the broader conversation here about body language is like lean into your body language and, and know that, be conscious of what you're giving off. Um, in, in some cultures that you mentioned, but in some cultures... There's, we're very serious. We're always, you know, looking, and and your your facial expression says a lot about you. And you get on a bus, and 
or public transportation and everyone's focused on their thing. And especially today, everyone's got their, their AirPods in and their, their focus. But what is your face saying to everyone around you? Are you conscious of that? Uh, very often I walk onto buses and I see everyone very serious and then I just smile like, no, we're happy guys. And, and everyone's happy, but they're not expressing it. It's not coming off and that's part of their, um, their body language. It's a conversation also of how do you, how, when you're in a conversation, how do you show somebody that you're engaged? How do you show somebody that you're interested, right? So there's the nodding. The nodding is very important. There's the, the, eye, the eye contact. There's, you know, keeping yourself, asking the right questions is also important. But body language shows that person, no, I'm here to stay or I'm, I'm ready to go, right? Um, for sure. That's part of the bigger conversation for me too about body language. I remember so many times you mentioned the that I'm ready to go. And I've, I've been in so many meetings where you're already running over time and I'm antsy and I'm trying to get out of there and I know that I'm going to hit traffic and I know that I have another meeting and the guy won't let you go. And you're fairly polite, so you just keep on doing that. Um, but yes, that brings up interesting memories um, right, sometimes body language won't help. Like you're staring at your watch, and it's not going to help. You just have to communicate. Regular, traditional, communicate. I <laughs> have a hard stop yeah. now, but uh, yeah, some people they they're too polite, which is, it's also another thing about body language. When you're actually express, show yourself, uh, show up authentically, like really being you, expressing you doing you and how do you do that you have to obviously there are so societal norms which the world has you can't just show up and expect everything to conform to you but you don't have to fit yourself in a box that's not you i personally i speak with my hands very into it i get excited and I'm generally interested in what people have to say. And I get excited about stuff. I'm not going to tone myself down for other people's benefit, if that makes sense. Side note, I would do different things differently if I was in other settings. Cool. So if I'm in, let's say... If I'm being knighted by the King of England, and wow, I never thought I would say that, um, then I will behave differently than if I was in a podcast studio schmoozing and talking about body language. And you stand more respectfully. You act more respectfully, maybe your language is more refined. That's something that I think also personally that people don't have context. Context is a lot, of, it's very, very important because if people can show up authentically but they're not in the right setting. You're, you're, you're doing what body language says you should do for setting A but you're doing it in setting B. So the way you Set at a uh, dinner table is not the same way that you walk into a uh, business meeting and sometimes people are showing up. This is me. You know, I'm doing you. I'm doing me. But it's the wrong, it's the wrong setting. So different settings dictate different body language and expression. 
Right. Now, understanding people's, like I mentioned before, the cultures, understanding people as a whole is also super important to understand their body language. So if you have a CTO of a company and CTO, chief technology officer, usually it's, um, say I'm talking about software companies, some of these guys can go for four days just straight coding. They basically don't sleep and they drink a lot of coffee um, and bathroom breaks and that's it. They will have different body language than salesmen, for example. Because they're speaking a different language, almost. They're speaking English, but it's a different language. So so for me, a key takeaway from this, from body language is, in a world of online communication, um, and it's funny, it, it, it comes out for both of our, you know, sort of sectors, but you need to lean into, embrace the fact that body language is part of the communication and part of the conversation, bring it back to the conversation, be it Zoom meetings or be it in-person coffee uh, meetings, allowing that to create um Oftentimes we like, wow, I don't have, I've been talking to this guy for years online, but I don't have a relationship with him. It's just meet him. And and that meeting, that connection, um, through the expressed body languages of each party will will make that connection and allow you to to enjoy that more. For sure. And I think one takeaway that I would have from this is show up authentically. Make sure it's the right setting to be authentic like that. And if you're doing it online try your hardest to make sure that you're not going to be misunderstood because causing controversy online and offending people, it's just not good business. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Art of the Conversation where we're having conversations about having conversations. What tips, tricks, what works and what doesn't work. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And in the show notes, you're going to see a link to our LinkedIn posts. Please go and join us in the conversation. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Feel free. Offer some other things we should talk about. Join the conversation. 